I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright. This week, our topic is peace. And today's Setup Sunday, I am discussing the peace purpose. This is the sixth segment of profiling the 10 archetypes of purpose. This week, it's the peace purpose. While all the purposes are necessary for humanity to function as a connected, collective unit, the peace purpose, as we will discuss, is one of the most dynamic. These individuals that carry the peace purpose have the ability to change everything. And as you begin to learn about your purpose, As you study your purpose and you begin connecting to it, you will begin to experience real change. We experience our lives through the decisions we make. The moment you wake, start the day, you begin making decisions. The decisions you make is what creates your experience, and this sets your reality. If your reality seems anxious, worried, you feel overwhelm, it's less than what you desire, you can actually trace back throughout your day and see the decision you made that is creating what you are experiencing in this moment. So let's say this moment you're feeling overwhelmed. You have pressure at work to perform. You have little Julie who is unhappy with a friend at school. You have a spouse complaining about how he hates his job and how unfair things are. You have a mother that complains, you never call, and you have the laundry is piling up. If you look at this scenario, you may say, well, of course she's overwhelmed. Look at all the stuff she has going on. But let's take a closer look. This decision actually goes back to the night before. You look at the laundry and you make the declaration. You know what? I'll get up early and do it. Also, I have to finish the report for tomorrow for work. I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll just get up early and get it all done. Decision. As you make the decision, you feel connected. You chill out, watch some TV, have a nice glass of wine, and maybe a few snacks. You set the alarm 90 minutes early, feeling satisfied that all is well. The decision is set. The experience is you feel good. The alarm sounds. Boom. 10 more minutes. You hit the snooze. This is a decision. Now, this happens several more times. Suddenly, you realize you're now actually getting up later than usual. The decision, hit the snooze. The experience is now overwhelmed. You jump out of bed. Wake up little Julie. Julie says, Mom, I need to talk to you. Uh, I I have a problem at school. Sorry, honey have to go. No time. We have to get ready. We're running late. Decision. Decision not to listen, to slow down, experience overwhelm. As you hurry Julie along and try to get dressed, your spouse is trying to talk to you about something that's going on. Your perception of your spouse is, there he is. He's complaining again. And you snap. I don't have time for this. Decision. Set experience, anger, and overwhelm. The spouse gets resentment. Now you're in full-blown beast mode. See the laundry. 
F it. Tonight. I'll do it tonight. Decision. Set. Experience. Overwhelm. You rush through traffic. Julie's trying to talk to you. You snap. Just be quiet. I have to get you to school before you're late. Decision. Set. Experience. Overwhelm. Julie. Carry resentment. You drop Julie off. You make a beeline to the office. Your mother texts you. Good morning. Haven't heard from you in a few days. How are you doing? You take that as perception, your mother complaining, decision set, experience, anger, and overwhelm. You get to the office. You rush to your desk. I have to get those reports done. You tell yourself, I have to get this going. This job is so much pressure. You tell your coworkers, or I should say complain to them about how much pressure the job is. Decision, set, experience, overwhelm. The experience that you have, the experiences this very moment will always be the results of the decisions that you make. In this scenario, let's rewind to the night before. You decide to take 30 minutes to finish the report. It's not a big deal. I have to worry about it tomorrow. It's all set. And as I do this, let me go ahead and start the laundry and I'll get the laundry finished too. Decision, set, experience, you're connected. You relax. Watch a little TV, go to bed, sleep until your regular time to awake. Wake up, alarm goes off, you feel refreshed, you run. Don't run, you walk. You wake up little Julie. She explains, mom, I have an issue at school. And you listen, you slow down and listen. And you give her sound advice in dealing with her conflict. Decision set, experience, connection. Your husband tells you about challenges he's having at work and how he doesn't find it satisfying. The satisfaction has left. He doesn't feel good at work. You listen. Honey, let's talk tonight. Maybe it's time for a change. Decision set, experience, connection. Drop a little Julie off at school. You have a pleasant ride. Then your mother texts. You make the call. Decision set, experience, connection. You arrive at work feeling calm, knowing you're ready for the day. You greet your coworkers with a vibrant energy, decision, decision set, experience connection. You see, all of this is the way life works. It works this way. When you procrastinate on anything or make a declaration of doing something and don't do it, the ego will always take that and create what's called conflict distortion. It will knock you into overwhelm. So understand discovering your purpose and how the ego works to pull you out of the purpose into overwhelm, which is creating disconnection, is powerful as it opens you up to that connection, the connection to life, connection to others, connection to being. And this changes your decisions. And when you change your decisions, you set new experiences. So this week, our topic is peace. Peace is defined as freedom from disturbance. Look carefully at this definition. It states, peace is freedom from disturbance, not the absence of disturbance. Very important to understand the difference. See, 600 peace, purple zone energy, is the energy of completeness. This is the energy of connection. 
just like you saw in the previous scenario. When you have connection to head, heart, and hand, in this state, you're aligned to the moment. And when you find the now, you live in harmony and peace. And that's exactly what happened in the second scenario. She was peaceful. So the peace purpose aim is to expand truth. Very important. For something to be a truth, it must be a truth for everyone or it's not a truth. The peace purpose motivated behavior is to create harmony. Harmony, as we just discussed, is alignment to what is. That's what peace is. This alignment is held in head, heart, and hand. And what this creates is, as you saw with the scenario that I described, it creates integrity of behavior. Now, the peace purpose pendulum swing from the green zone into the red zone is disruption. And this is the peace purpose's greatest challenge. For the simple fact, the state swing of the peace is conflict. So you go from peace to conflict. And as you all have learned, by listening to stress mastery and how the human being functions and operate, the human being cannot stop conflict. The brain works in a hierarchy. It starts negative before positive. And the amygdala is always searching from the brain for anything that goes against what is held in mind. And the body supports what is held in mind, whether it's negative red zone or positive green zone. So for the peace purpose, the pendulum swing goes into high red zone where they'll feel frustrated and then they'll feel anger. And then the question is, does the ego take this conflict that caused this activation and put you into pride? Or do you slow down and take conscious mind control? That's so important for the peace purpose because... The pendulum swing cannot be stopped. You're not stopping conflict. In other words, you don't stop disruption. Anything that disrupts your environment, anything from a text to a problem, to an issue, to traffic, to the weather, to anything, people walking in and, and bothering you while you're trying to focus on something, these are all disruptions. They can't be stopped. The intentions of the peace purpose is rooted in peace and the inner drive is to bring harmony. So they must, and this is so important if you're a peace purpose, you must become mindful of that pendulum swing because when you swing into frustration and anger, this will drive the peace purpose to try to fix the conflict, fix the situation. Fix the person that activated the conflict. To try to fix a conflict is the want of control. It's imposing one's will on the conflict. And this is not conflict resolution. Also, the peace purpose superpower is to slow down, especially if they find themselves in defense of anything. When they encounter situations that challenge their sense of truth. They will swing into the red zone, just like we talked about, frustration, anger. The key here 
for the peace purpose and all of you listening is to understand truth. And as I stated earlier, for a truth to be true, it must be true for everyone. And here's a fact. A truth doesn't need to be defended. It's truth. So if you're a peace purpose and you find yourself a defendant attack of an idea, of a belief, understand you're defending that in ego. It's not who you are. And you're definitely, if you're defending something in attack, you're not bringing harmony to the situation. This is when the ego takes charge of the peace purpose. Now, the peace purpose thrives. They thrive as leaders. They are the best leaders in the world. They're the best leaders in anything. They were the leaders of the tribe. For 200,000 years, it was the peace purpose that led the tribe. They led by bringing in harmony. And this is very different from today's leaders who lead through force. That's not the way a peace purpose leads. The peace purpose is the most dynamic. They're the most dynamic when bringing harmony to their environment. They have the innate ability to bring harmony, conflict resolution to diverse groups and situations with strength, yet with grace and empathy. See, the peace purpose chosen careers usually gravitate towards situations where they can inspire and unite others. The peace purpose makes incredible teachers as far as not just teaching in school, but teachers of spiritual teaching, of philosophy, teachers even of science. The peace purpose make incredible managers. They make incredible activists and they make incredible CEOs. They are natural leaders and their ability, their natural leading ability to bring things in harmony, they will create an environment of trust, open communication, encouraging everyone's voice to be heard and valued. Listen to that, how different that is from the way most leadership is done. Most leadership is done by telling you what you're going to do. Being in the military, that's the way it worked. You were a soldier, and then there were the leaders, and they were telling you what to do. That they led through force. They weren't leading through acts, asking your opinion, because who are you? You're nobody. And that's not the way to lead, especially in today's, where humanity's third wave of transition, where we're becoming this information-connected society. This is why we need great leaders, and it's the peace purpose that are the absolute best out of all the purposes in leadership. Now, the peace purpose hobbies and what they like to do are usually geared towards promoting tranquility and unity, such as challenging physical pursuits. They will challenge physical pursuits that will strengthen the body, but they will also strengthen the mind while working the body. And the peace purpose also enjoys spiritual they support spiritual pursuits. Uh, they like to study religions. They like to study philosophy, um, even science. When they're in pursuit of truth, the peace purpose loves science also. They're looking for truth. They also, the peace purpose, enjoy creative endeavors. They, they want to express inner peace. And I have found, and this is, this is with um, objective evidence, the peace purpose are the best meditators that I ever coach. And the reason I can say that's objective evidence is because I use the Muse with my clients. And the Muse is uh, a device 
that monitors the brain waves when the individual meditates. So I can see green zone, red zone. And the peace purpose is, I don't care what's going on in her life. I've I, I I've seen them meditate in the rain, meditate in a car, meditate with with noise around, meditate them in a they always are able to go into the green zone. It's pretty amazing to watch. Very rarely do they get stuck in a red zone. So that's the power of the peace purpose. There's such a high energy purpose that if they could just learn to slow down, find these little intermittent breaks in their day. They will they will soar because they have the ability to shut the red zone off very quickly and very easily. Now, the peace purpose will be drawn to experiences that connects them to deeper levels of serenity and connection to others in truth. So you can see the dynamic ability of the peace purpose and how important they were to the tribe. So as we recap the peace purpose, the peace purpose focuses on expanding truth and creating harmony. Those with this purpose are driven to seek truth and create peaceful environments. However, they can swing into a state of disruption where they may inadvertently create conflict or disharmony. See, if you if the peace purpose tries to impose its will and force truth, they will create disharmony versus harmony. So the peace purpose aim is to expand truth. Their pendulum swing is a state of disruption. They swing into the high red zone, frustration, anger to pride. Their motivated behavior is to create harmony. So let's look at some of the historical and contemporary figures who embody the peace purpose. Thich Nhat Hanh, one of my favorite teachers, and those in the community know that I quote him a lot. I've studied him a lot. He's written many, many books. He's a Vietnamese Zen Buddhist monk. Thich Nhat Hanh has dedicated his life to promoting he just recently passed. He, he dedicated his life to promoting mindfulness, peace, and compassion. His teachings and his stories, if you've never heard of him, go in. Audible has all these free books by him. And you can really, he has a way of teaching. He's an amazing teacher, but he was all about being a peace purpose. The second one I have here is Muhammad Ali. How about the boxer being the peace purpose? Renowned as one of the greatest boxers of all time. Ali also became a symbol of peace and civil rights. Let's slow down and look at it. He opposed the Vietnam War and stood up for his beliefs, promoting peace and understanding. He stood up for his truths. Understand, Ali was committed. He had incredible self-confidence and resilience, both inside and outside the boxing ring. But to demonstrate that power of connection to his purpose— his strong belief in the truth, including his refusal to be drafted in the Vietnam War, showcased his commitment to his principles. That's a peace purpose leading, even though it came at a great personal cost to him. If he, if he wasn't a peace purpose, there's no way he does that. It cost him millions and millions of dollars and many years of strife. Another one we all know as a peace purpose Mahatma Gandhi. Mahatma Gandhi was a prominent leader of India's, India's nonviolent independence movement against British rule. At that time, British the, the Brits were the power country. And 
here this one little Indian stood up and he did it with nine violence. Gandhi's philosophy of, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to pronounce this, ha, Hamas, Hamis, Hamisa, it's nonviolence, and Sata Agara, truth, force, this is this is sows his power of his peace purpose. Gandhi did this. He would not resort to violence, even though the violence was put to the people, and he shifted an entire country with this nonviolent, that's a peace purpose approach. So another one that I think is I think you'll like is Keanu Reeves. Yes, John Wick. Keanu Reeves, if you look at his career, beyond his acting career, Keanu Reeves is known for his philanthropy and his efforts of creating positive change. He's He is quiet, compassionate. He has this demeanor that reflects the qualities of the peace purpose. Look at him. He aims for truth. He is very, he is not about stuff. He is very simple when you look at the way he lives his life and his philosophy and the way he brings. Even though he makes millions and millions of dollars, Keanu Reeves quietly gives a lot of that away and lives a very simple life. He's about bringing the message of peace. And my last one for the peace purpose, let's talk about Jesus. Jesus, the central figure of Christianity, and he's often, Jesus is often referred to as the Prince of Peace. His teachings focused on love, forgiveness, and reconciliation. And he is seen as a symbol of peace and salvation. Take religion out of this. Look at the teachings of the man. He had an unwavering belief in love, forgiveness, and compassion, even in the face of persecution and crucifixion. This this is to show, and amplifies, it just shows how powerful the knowing your purpose, the belief and the self-mastery that he had connected to his purpose. His teachings were about love and acceptance, and it had a profound impact on, they say millions, I will say billions of people, and he's still having an impact every single day. What has hurt Jesus's message is religion. Religion is about force. Jesus did not teach force. He taught harmony. He taught peace. That's what he taught. And so when people look at Jesus' teaching, they always go to religion. Slow down and take a look at what the man taught, because it's amazing what he taught. So that's the, the, the figures. This week, our topic is peace. And on Monday with the Super Millennial, David will talk about peace in the millennial. Curious on that. Health Huddles. This week, we're going to talk on the body and harmony. On Ego Maniac Wednesday, Patrick Garner will bring his take on peace. On Connection Thursday, we're going to do a show on living your truth. And we will continue our book study, Living Untethered by Michael Singer, on Friday. And Saturday, we will close the week discussing peace with our very own coach, Peggy. So I hope you're enjoying this uh, series we're having on the purposes. The peace purpose is the highest energy purpose. There are 600 energy purpose. They can be some of the most spiritual, um, life-changing people that you can ever meet. Or if they're stuck in a red zone, they can be some of the most narcissistic, 
prideful people that you can ever meet. <laughs> so, but usually what I have found is the peace purpose might have conflicts, but they usually naturally gravitate towards helping others, creating harmony and finding their truth. It's just who they are within. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. The links are right below the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired.